0: Before we begin this episode with my beautiful friend (laughs) Helen, please um, rate and review my podcast if you like it and make sure to give it a follow. It would help me so, so much and it means that you won't miss an episode. Let's get into it. Hey guys! Welcome back to another episode of Awake Not Baked. Um, today I'm so excited because my first official guest from one of my friends is one of my really good friends, Helene. We have had a lot of adventures together.
1: That is true. <laughs> and
0: nice. I feel like I've known you for so long. I've known you since I was like 10 and like, for sure, like, like amongst most of my friends, you are the person that like I can be the most myself and the most kitty. And we've had a lot That's of true. crazy stories together.
1: Yeah, we've lived many different eras. Yes, That's we true. have.
0: My favourite era with you was <laughs> over COVID when we were in Verbier <laughs> together. That was so nice because I feel like it was during COVID the whole town was, like, super quiet. There wasn't was that much. locals, I guess. Yeah, like, there wasn't that much to do except for, like, wholesome things like That's ghosting true. and whatever.
1: Also, I don't know it was going to come for one week. <laughs> yeah. And we ended up basically, how long do we stay? Like at It was least meant to be, like,
0: weeks. a weekend. A yeah, long weekend. a long weekend. Because there weren't that many people there, I feel like we were extra bold with, like, the way we made new friends.
1: Oh, my God. And yeah.
0: here's the thing. Like, I feel like because you're not shy, but... I feel like with new people you can be like be quite shy.
1: Yeah, no, I'm shy at the beginning and then when yeah. I know someone I'm not shy anymore. Then I'm more sure. shy. Whilst than you. you're just straight up like Yeah I don't
0: care. <laughs> but I feel like because you're so shy in the beginning, it like makes me feel like the complete opposite to you. So I almost feel more bold than I am around That's other people. Yeah. Like I I'll be like, oh, I we should do this, we should do
1: this. And yeah. I'm more like, um, do you want to do it? I'll Literally. just like, be next to
0: you. <laughs> like the, we were talking about this the other day. but our oh, Yeah, our meet cute. <laughs> <laughs> so there were these two Spanish guys in front of us. <laughs> they weren't even like that cute or anything. Yeah, we were they just really like were really excited that there was someone like kind of our age there. Um, and like I was kind of We were like Following them Through the grocery store Without realizing We'd and
1: randomly hear them Being like Oh the peppers Or oh the yeah. cheese And we're like Wait a Wait, minute Like what? Are they also making fajitas Literally So, oh, no, One of them was like I think I asked you It was really obvious We were like, oh, yeah. like Literally <laughs> buying The same ingredients And I loudly was like Oh where's the sour cream And then yeah. one of the guys Was like I'm right here and I'm like, Okay
0: <laughs> And we're then we're like "All right, you. okay We
1: actually need to talk yeah. To these guys And then like
0: yeah. They went ahead And paid first And I was like Yeah we're going to Talk to them. And then I was like, mm, like <laughs> if you want to. Um, and then like the way that I like had confidence to speak was when we were outside, when we came outside the grocery store, they were there like smoking with their grocery bags. I'm like, okay, like they wouldn't just be there like stopping for a smoke, That's like true. with their heavy bags. Waiting for Yeah, us they come were hundred <laughs> Um, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, like trying to be like super bold and like trying to like be relatable. So I like, oh, yeah, they was were, they were
1: speaking Spanish in the yeah. grocery store.
0: So yeah. I was speaking Spanish to them, being like, "Estamos cocinando la misma la misma comida," which means like we're cooking the same food. And the literally the guy I was speaking to like just
1: looks at me and goes, "Eh." <laughs> I was, was not so expecting funny. Spanish to come out of your mouth, too. I was also kind of like, did she just do that? Like, I think I'm going to keep walking pretend I don't know this girl. Like. That
0: was so funny. <laughs> and I was like, we're cooking the same food. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, cool. And then, like, we started talking. And then we ended up, like, doing loads of stuff with them. Like, we yeah, skied with ski. them. They
1: invited us to a party. Yeah, they
0: always had parties. That was so fun. And I I don't feel like I've been that, like, bold and, like, not overthinking with my interactions with people since that time like
1: no it's so true I don't know what it was about like I think being like in a small town it was just you really have to make the effort to make friends and when you're maybe in London where you already have your friends you don't really make that effort to meet new people when it's so fun I think both of us since that time we're like it's we need to start making new friends and just talk to people randomly when you're out and about like why only do it when you don't have the options of hanging out with your friends that you already have you know yeah
0: exactly and then it's like If you don't do that and, like, be bold and just, like, not, like, care, you're only going to meet people, like, within your small social circle. Like, you're not going to ever meet people, like, outside of it. But I feel like we were pretty creative with
1: how we made friends. Supermarket is definitely up there. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we also had other uh, other. (laughs) means.
0: (laughs) And then, I mean, this is not the preferred way to use hinge from the male species, but we... Used it to like literally make friends, like we did not <laughs> care, like we were just yeah. like, yeah, we basically
1: be- made like the same profile. We, one of our like, you know, you have to have like three queues on Hinge, yeah. And we literally were saying, like, oh, if you want to have a ski day with us, or if you want to go on a double date, basically saying, like, we only want to hang out in groups, yeah. And I feel like during COVID, like, it just became a thing that yeah. everyone just ended up getting Hinge, yeah. Like, I feel like we were always laughing at all our friends that we like swore, yeah, and were like, oh, there's another yeah. one <laughs> joining the dark side. <laughs>
0: um, and there were like these three guys that we did that with who were so nice and I feel like they were also assuming the th- same thing like they were not expecting anything and no, sure. like,
1: pretty sure even like one of them had a girlfriend or something literally. so it was very much like oh let's like we don't know anyone around here we're all stuck here during COVID yeah. let's just like go skiing together why yeah. not yeah
0: it was so fun um and then but then there were other guys who uh, <laughs> we tried to make friends with and they were just not having it okay yeah. <laughs> like, um those like these guys were like in their 30s were like oh my god they're gonna be so mature and they were so immature
1: yeah, for sure i literally don't think i've met i mean I had, we did not actually meet them but yeah. talked to guys that were that immature and like they're yeah, at least yeah. 10 years older than us literally. it's crazy and the guys we actually became friends with were our age and we had so much fun and it was so wholesome and then yeah. we'd meet these 30 year olds and we're like oh great like some more mature guys yeah. Like age does not mean anything, honestly. Literally, that's what it shows you.
0: Are find it really easy to just want to be friends with guys and not expect anything else, whereas most of the time guys like always have an agenda.
1: No, it's so true. I feel like, well, girls like you, we seek kind of male friendships in the sense that I don't know. We like we have our girlfriends, we have our guy friends, and we get different things from both. Yeah, like our, we feel kind balanced. Of goofy side maybe maybe comes out more with our guy friends yeah. and like the more emotional friendships yeah. with our girlfriends. But I definitely think guys don't really seek the same with girls. Like yeah. they'll, like obviously guys have female friends, but a lot of the times if you single out a girl, it's it's not because you want to be her friend. Like normally guys have ulterior motives, and maybe through getting to know each other, a friendship is born if it's not romantically romantically compatible. Yeah. Um. Whilst for girls, it's a lot more. We're just wanting friends, so it's it's funny to see the different, yeah. different sides of those two. Literally
0: okay. today about how something to do with crushing and having chemistry, like two different things?
1: Oh, yeah. So obviously, guys, <laughs> I'm not a scientist. <laughs> it's just through my personal experience. But I feel like having a crush and having chemistry with someone are two very different things. So if you feel a crush with someone, sorry to break it to you, they probably don't like you back. Because yeah. I think that a crush is a one-way kind of, it's like you having emotions towards a person, so you're yeah. crushing on them. But if you feel chemistry with someone, then they have to be feeling the same thing because chemistry is a flow of energy. Yeah, so it's like you can't have a chem- like chemistry if it's not getting reciprocated and mm-hmm. that kind of flow of energy between you and another person is what creates that chemistry. Yeah. So if you don't know if the person likes you back, is it a crush or is it chemistry?
0: Yeah, I love <laughs> that. It's so true
1: very early on even at the beginning that you meet someone there's yeah. definitely a vibe with that person and a lot of the time like it is right yeah. what if I just find a guy attractive and I'm like oh it's kind of a cute guy but there wasn't really anything there then nothing really happens yeah so the chemistry is definitely needed so it's definitely like a telling sign that it's reciprocated yeah. and a lot of the time something does happen yeah with that.
0: literally um but yeah afterwards after we when we went to New York god we were very lucky with our holidays during COVID. <laughs> where we were going maybe we we're just going for dinner with neve and like she was outside and she was waiting for us so i like was in a hurry but i was like i'll go get her mm-hmm. um and bring her upstairs and like i was like i like what do you think like is this dress okay and you're like yeah i mean apart from the fact that your boobs out i was like oh my god i was in like such a fluster i realized my whole left boob was just (laughs) hanging out and then i was like god okay like i have to like go and then i ran to the elevator like got into the elevator with like Like, very attractive man. (laughs) Thankfully, the boo was in. Back in the
1: dress. (laughs) Yeah, back in the
0: dress. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was, like, cold and I didn't have a coat on or something. And, like, we were talking about how, like, I was going to be cold or something. I don't know. And then he was like, at least you've got the shoes down. And I was literally, like, in my slippers. Didn't even realize that I wasn't (laughs) in my shoes. I was like, God, this is so embarrassing. Um, But, like, (laughs) I feel like you have seen me just, like, be so, like what's the word? Just like unhinged. Oh my,
1: I've witnessed Elena in some pretty interesting scenarios.
0: You, I think you just see me as just like this blob of just like, (laughs) like a loser blob, like literally, (laughs) because I still remember when we were in, uh, when we were skiing, um, we were trying to like make this chairlift and (laughs) you were just like, (laughs) <laughs> you stuck your pole in front of me. And I literally fell flat <laughs> on my face. Yeah,
1: well, because I always thought Eleanor was being so slow, just looking around, over around. I was like, we have to go. We're late. We're late. And like there's this really long, like straight path to get to the chairlift. So I was just like stomping my poles along, trying to like make it. I didn't realize I fully just, like, wiped out Eleanor's
0: skis. She, she whacked me over. I fell on my face, like, so aggressively. I
1: didn't realize.
0: Oh, my God. And everyone was like, oh, my God, are you okay? And you just turned around and you're like, hurry. Yeah, I'm I am like, like, come on, Dude, on. you just fucking tripped me over. I you you were, out. Yeah, you were looking
1: at me not too happy. That was so funny. <laughs> I wanted to say, oh, it's okay. Um, Eleanor, one night got a really sad phone call from...
0: Oh, my God. Remember
1: that? Oh, my God. So, yeah, she got a really sad phone call. She comes back, and she's kind of in a low mood. And Neve and I try to cheer her up, you know. We're just (laughs) making funny stories. And I think, like, our friend just posted an Instagram or something. And I commented obviously a joke like oh, I just comment like we we're. Eleanor m- makes me such a child sometimes but I thought it was funny it's just right yeah
0: because like, our relationship is like just being mean
1: basically yeah and so it's a very it's our usual thing yeah and I just decided to comment obviously probably a very childish moment for me but I said that Eleanor peed in the pool earlier don't ask me why No, she
0: just commented Eleanor peed in the pool
1: yeah or something. under my friend's picture and then I deleted it, like literally deleted it. Like, no, 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 no. Yes. Only because yes. only
0: I only because I asked you to, but okay. normally I would not have cared. Like yeah, I would have been like, ah, like, oh, oh, that's does funny.
1: Mean, like delete it. I was like, okay, like whatever. <laughs> it's probably more embarrassing for me that I wrote that than it is of <laughs> you, but okay, thank you so much for looking out for me. <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, Eleanor's just kind of quiet. Don't really think much of it. I was like, you know, she's off city. I've got some sad news. Then we come back home. Like, I think there was some dishes in the sink or something. And Ellen is aggressively just washing the dishes. And Neve and I are just laughing, talking. And Ellen just keeps making these, like, little comments at me. Like, okay. Like, like, oh, I thought no. I was giving you the complete silent treatment. Yeah, I think you were giving the silent treatment. I would talk to you and you'd just be like, mm, it's okay. It's fine. It's okay. Like, all right. And then, and then I, like, you storm upstairs. And Neve, was like, I think she's actually upset like i really like don't think so but he was like just bring her up a chocolate like see how she is so i come to elena's room and she just starts like i don't even i, I burst was, into tears Yeah, burst into tears i don't know I'm what i'm so were emotional saying. i was like
0: <laughs> and then you're like being so mean to me like i can't believe you wrote that comment blah, 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 blah. keep in mind normally i would do something like that to her yeah. let alone be okay with the fact that she said that like it's funny yeah. um and Sounds then an, like an hour just, later yeah. i was like right what just <laughs> happened there <laughs> i was feeling super fucking bit. <laughs> but like this actually reminded me the last time the last day that i was in switzerland with my family like over the holidays just now i had the worst fight with my brother mm-hmm. but over nothing like again like even smaller than what happened with you and i remember like i just like after half an hour like he apologized to me but i just like refused. like this was like um we were driving from skiing back home mm-hmm. and he was driving and I was sitting next to him and the whole way home like we were just silent and I was just in the corner going <laughs> just like crying. Yeah, is really
1: got to be emotional and yeah. she wants to be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And then like my brother was like ignoring me and then half an hour later he's like I'm really sorry I don't know And I just ignore him and like 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 shove him off my shoulders because he was like trying to like comfort me. Mm-hmm. And my brother said, like, sorry a few times, but I just, like, refused to, like, even acknowledge it, and I, like, went straight to my room, like, didn't speak to him for, like, a day, literally, um, and that evening, like, my whole family were watching a movie, and I, like, hear them, and I come out of my room, and I'm, like, thanks for inviting me to watch the movie with you guys, <laughs> and, like, my mom literally just rolled her eyes, just like, oh, God, this is being so dramatic. <laughs> My brother just completely ignores me. But anyway, like uh, like a few days later, my dad had dinner with me uh, in London. And he was like, What happened that night? Like, I'm so confused. Like, why were you like so emotional? Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> and he was like, he was like referring to my second podcast, being mm-hmm. like, Whatever happened to your ego is not your amigo, Elena. I'm like, just true. I'm like, it's true, but when you're in that, like, Like, I understand that fully, right? That concept of just, like, removing yourself from an emotional situation and, like, kind of, like, detaching from your emotions and, like, trying to be, like, practical and more observant than, like, blindly angry, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, when you're actually in that, it's so hard to, like, separate yourself. That's true. And, like, the best thing you can do is just, like, to just stop... The communication altogether until you've just like calmed down. That's true. I feel like
1: I. I mean, I'm good at it when it's someone that's being emotional with me. Like for example, yeah. when you're being emotional with me um, yeah. about the comment on Instagram, <laughs> I'm very good at being like, okay, I'm gonna let you feel your emotion yeah. and like. And then I feel like when the person calms down, then they realize, like, okay, maybe, like, I shouldn't have reacted this way. But when it's the other way around, when you're the one that's, like, being the emotional person, it's really, really hard to realize it. And it's always after where you're like, oh, God, I shouldn't have, like, said that or done that.
0: Yeah. And the hardest thing when you're emotional or if you're being accused of something is, like, to, like, not take things personally and validate their emotions, even if you don't agree, you know? Like, my brother was, like, saying stuff to me. and I was like, what the fuck? And my dad was like, look, boys don't, like, express themselves that much. If he's saying stuff to you, even if you don't agree, just, like...
1: Yeah, it's good to acknowledge Just him. encourage
0: him to, like, speak. And just- I think maybe
1: that's even better, a better thing to work on rather than trying to control your emotion. But yeah. when you are feeling emotional, just remember that there's also another person that yeah. is feeling the same way. And you're allowed to say your part, but just knowing that, I think it's an easier, like a first step to agno- make sure you acknowledge the other person yeah. and then um, at least uh, that person feels understood yeah. and it wouldn't be a, such a one-way. Because I do that too. Like if I'm angry at someone, like they'll say their point and I'll just keep going, keep going. Whilst if I just actually stopped for a second and listened to what they say, maybe it will, because at the end of the day, I'll like think back and realize, okay, a lot of stuff they said yeah. is true, but I just was so stubborn in the moment that I wasn't listening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the time that we're arguing, like, most of it is just miscommunication.
1: Like, A hundred percent. We don't
0: understand exactly where the other person is coming from. Mm -hmm. And if you're feeling super emotional, like, you cannot... Like understand or put exactly. yourself in. That I feel like situation. you well, you don't
1: even try to. If you try to, you would. But I think yeah. when you are so emotional, you you're not even wanting to hear what the person is saying. Yeah. You're more focusing on you on offloading, and yeah. the other person is doing the same thing. So you're fully like you might as well be talking at the wall at this point yeah. because there's no communication being made.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think a, a big thing, listening. If you guys haven't found a New Year's resolution yet, maybe you should just work on yeah. listening. I think that's one of my biggest things. I do not listen and I try to do that more like when I'm having a conversation with someone actually one class that I did last year and in, in, um, it was communicating in the workplace mm-hmm. and it taught you how to listen properly and actually a lot of us don't listen properly because someone's talking to you and you'll always be wanting to, to answer what they're saying because you think that that shows that you're listening more like yeah. someone's like oh I had a great day and then straight away you'll jump in to say oh why why was that a great day whilst well, so you could just like nod and smile at the person mm-hmm. that shows that that you're listening to them you don't have to coming back and we did that exercise with like our classmates yeah. and it's a lot harder than you think to just like it's very awkward to just look at someone and let them finish yeah but there's simple cues of just smiling or just you know saying okay or just showing that you're listening but you don't have yeah. to like stop thinking about the next thing you're going to say just actively listen to them and having a little pause to actually process what they say and then yeah. answer yeah. and you think it's awkward but when we're doing that with each other it just it made us so much like better at communicating yeah. So I think that's, yeah, a big that's thing for me. such a good class. It was so interesting. Like, yeah. We also, we did like lots of presentations where we had to film ourselves present and then we had to watch it back and write our own comments of what we think we did well and like what we could work on. And we graded each other on the presentations. There were so many cool things. Yeah. And like also like your personality and yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah,
0: I love that. That reminds me of, uh, you know, Masterclass? class masterclass. It's like a Netflix subscription service but for classes, like online lectures from like famous people. So like Chris oh, Jenner does one on like personal branding and things like that. And there was one I watched uh, called The Art of Negotiation by this former FBI negotiator and a lot of what he was talking about, the skills that he was teaching was about listening and making the other person feel heard and like that always allows you to like get what you want out of the situation and it w- it was so interesting he was saying that he was explaining this concept called labeling where if someone is acting upset or angry then you would say how their emotion is coming across so you say it seems like you're upset or something and or it seems like you're relieved or you're happy whatever mm-hmm. and if it was a negative emotion that you're labeling like research shows that that negative, by labeling that negative emotion, um, that negative emotion kind of like reduces itself almost instantly. Whereas if it's a positive emotion that you're labeling, it reinforces that positive feeling for that person it's and makes them feel even both better. Both yeah. Sides, yeah, yeah, it's beneficial on both sides. Um, but I find, I find that so interesting because it like makes sense in terms of understanding that if you listen to people, then, like, situations get resolved so much more no, quickly.
1: Exactly. No, I totally agree with that.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pivot mm-hmm. completely. Okay. And I know that you know what my opinions are on this, but what do you think of social media for guys?
1: Ooh, okay. <laughs> Throwing me in the deep end here. <laughs> um, social media for guys. So I don't, I don't think I mind if guys have social media. Like, yeah. I understand we everyone you know everyone has social, social media we grew up in yeah a social, like a world where we're all connected through the internet and it's kind of impossible to stay in touch with your friends yeah. without having some form of social media or at least like you know whatsapp whatever like we're always glued to our phone yeah. basically um, however I don't know I think it's more attractive for a guy to have no idea how to use Instagram mm-hmm. than it is for those guys who just every day have some kind of very posed post and yeah I don't know. they'll yeah, they'll just try and show off their lifestyle yeah. or whatever it is on their on their Instagram. So if I see, I know my guy friend who posts wholesome photos like maybe once a year or something with yeah. his friends and just has it more of a way to stay in touch with his friends. And I get it like nowadays, for example, it's so hard. Like everyone's working, we've finished school. So it's yeah. a nice way to kind of see what your friends are up to. Yeah, that's true. And so where I, they are in Exactly, the world. yeah. So like maybe like you didn't realize there, you guys are in the same city or that they were doing this trip or whatever it is. So I think in that sense It's kind of a nice side of it But when you kind of get Sucked into the whole I want to post Like nice photos of myself And I have Instagram I don't know To try and Yeah show off my lifestyle And a lot of guys Like you would think It's very like A girl's thing to do But a lot of guys do it Yeah And I think I mean in both ways For guys and girls I think it's Very unattractive
0: Yeah I feel like There's a big correlation With flashiness And posting a lot Often That's true and so, like, I maybe not just guys, maybe also girls, but, like, mm-hmm. people who post a lot, it's more likely that their content is, like, showing off where, they're, where they are, like, where they're partying or, like, what clothes they're wearing. And, like, the guys will tend to have, like, super, like, brandy, like, logo-y clothes. That's like, true. Or Balenciaga. one that I see a in.
1: lot. Sorry, guys, if you do this. But it's <laughs> it's the watch. On the oh on the car. God, wheel. Yes. Just like, oh, just strolling around London. <laughs> just look at what watch I'm wearing and what car I have. Yeah. That is the one where I'm like, Right. If Literally. I if I had if there's a slight chance that I like to after that, I yeah. don't Gone. want to talk to you anymore. Yeah.
0: Also, um, when we were in New York, um when we were walking down the street once, there was a guy that like I made eye contact with and I was like, Oh, like he's kinda cute and we just walked past him. And then a few seconds later, I hear him like running, like to yeah, yeah, talk I to us. Yeah, remember this
1: boy, this man. And well,
0: yeah. Instead <laughs> of saying like, um, like oh, like what's your number? Let's go for coffee or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, "What's your Instagram?" And I was like, "Seriously? <laughs> like you're in your thirties and you're yeah. still asking for Instagram?" Like, that was, like, I immediately changed my mind about this person.
1: Yeah, I knew I heard that. I was like, oh, okay, I don't think Elena's going to want to talk to you now. Yeah,
0: and at the time, I didn't have one. Um, Well, I technically still don't have, like, a personal one, but Mm -hmm. at the time, I really didn't have one, and I was like, yeah, I don't have Instagram. And he was like, "What?" And like, what made it so much worse is that he was so surprised about the fact that, that I didn't, didn't want to have Instagram. Yeah. He was like, "Why?" I don't understand. I'm like, "Okay, fair enough. If you're on Instagram and like you're using it, but you don't like if you don't care about other people using it or not." But like, he fully was like stressed at the fact that I wasn't using it. And I'm like,
1: "Yeah, I remember. Oh, it was, so yeah, embarrassing."
0: And his his um, Instagram profile as well. We yeah. to him after. I remember,
1: yeah, because you had like your. Um blog or something like some kind of account so then we did see his Instagram and it was just
0: it was like (laughs) him topless or at the gym or in a jacuzzi with girls exactly
1: and the crazy thing is he actually was attractive and I feel like if he just asked for your number you probably would have gone on a date with him and then you would have gotten to know him and okay maybe you like you saw his Instagram like I don't know a few dates in and maybe because you already knew him as a person he could have been different but I think seeing his Instagram before even getting to have a conversation with him, you just know so much about someone's life already. So yeah. it's not as like exciting. Yeah. The same way if you're setting up like a double date with someone and they'll tell you, they'll ask you, oh, like send me a picture of your oh friend. Oh my God. Like why? Like I it's know. so exciting. And then if, if the guy ends up being like, that did happen to me and the guy was just not someone that I would, I don't know, he's just not my type, but it was such a funny story and whatever. Like it just, it happens, but I wouldn't say, oh, show me a picture. Yeah it's more exciting
0: when you don't know that much and i feel like the danger with instagram or posting too much on instagram is that whoever sees you or whoever you reveal yourself to will know so much about you instantly like you get so it's like an information overload and it's not like a natural organic process of like human interaction Mm -hmm. and like you know before social media or if you're not on it the way that you get to know someone is just through your own personal experience and your own perception of them, not the way that they want you to be perceived or the way other people perceive them. Mm -hmm. Um, And like the whole mystery that comes with getting to know people, even as friends or like dating, like mystery is so valuable in like creating a sense of attraction, both with friends and with people you're dating and
1: so I feel like people that I have even on social media that firstly I think yeah you should become friends with someone on Instagram or any other form of social media once you're actually friends with the person like you've met them a few times and you're like okay like let's I know it's a natural process like of adding each other on Instagram it shouldn't be you just meet someone and after 10 minutes they want your Instagram that's such a I don't know it's such for me I have a private account I just I don't want some random person I just met to see who I'm friends with or where I live or whatever it is so for me I wouldn't, like, unless I actually had a, I met someone a few times, I just find it very uncomfortable for someone to yeah. want my um, my Instagram. Yeah. But. Um, it just leaves, yeah. like, no
0: room to, like, wonder. You know? No, that's
1: what it is. There's an, yeah, no room to wonder. And also, it's, yeah, it's, like you were saying about a mystery, it's people that I do end up following that I've met a few times, and then I'll follow them on Instagram. Like, when they have, I don't know, a picture of their dog or like, one picture of them. I'm so much more intrigued of who they are. And I mean, this person is so wholesome. He doesn't care about what he's posting on Instagram. His Instagram, like, is, like, doesn't make any sense and I can't find out anything about him through his Instagram. And then I'm so much more curious of who is this person, you know? Because now it's so easy to, you go down someone's Instagram and you know their best friends and where they live. And obviously, I'm guilty of this too. Like, I post on Instagram. Like, when I was younger, I would post a lot now, very rarely. Yeah. But it's just yeah I think and people are starting to realize it more and more yeah I think so yeah and for me like when you go down my Instagram it's literally pictures of my friends and I And everyone always like even like people will tell me that they're like oh there's no pictures of just you like because for me I don't like I'll if someone takes a nice picture and I really like it like I'll post it but I don't feel the need to go out of my way to perceive I don't know some kind of to show some kind of image of myself like yeah it's just so much nicer to live in the moment. And if there's a nice picture, there's nothing wrong with posting it. Just It shouldn't be your obsession of, oh, I need yeah. to show that this is the kind of person I am. And if I'm not like this, I won't be accepted in society. Yeah. That's completely the other way around. Yeah.
0: And there's something just fundamentally unattractive about, especially guys. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm being super sexist in saying this. But like, and even with girls, it's sometimes it's just too much. But, like, girls like to feel, like, cute and, like, dress up and, like, like appreciate each other's, like, nice outfits. And I don't know. Like, it's, it's a little bit more innocent, whereas, or can be. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a guy, it's, like, fundamentally, if they want to, if they are looking for so much validation from other people, it's just not, it's not attractive because it just suggests, like, a lack of confidence mm-hmm. or... That's true. Or too much um, too, too much, much ego. Say, too much either. ego, yeah, and like caring too much about other people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't know. There's, there's something definitely so a slight
1: correlation between the kind of guys that post a lot on Instagram and post that kind of stuff. Yeah. That makes them not such a nice person. Yeah. Literally. And I wouldn't get on with. And the people that the guys that all my guy friends, my closest guy friends, don't really care about their yeah. Instagram. And it's more just to see. You know what's going on with their friends and that kind of stuff, so yeah, I think there is a correlation with the type of guy that posts, yeah, yeah, he's kind of showing off photos literally.
0: I mean, most of the guys I've dated, I think, don't have or haven't had Instagram, yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like, yeah, they, yeah, I don't think anyone, yeah, I would, I don't think I would, to be honest, want to date someone who has this very show, yeah, oh my god, yeah, I would not like that at all, yeah, um.
0: And also, I feel like boys on Instagram who are, like, super flashy, they're, like, making their, like, what you said the other day, like, they're making their designer things, their personality.
1: That's true. It shows a lack of personality. If all you have to show for yourself is what you own and, you know, where you go, then I feel like there's not much else to you. Like, that's what you want to show the world. and. Instagram should be a way to like to show your personality and what kind of person you are. And that's why we view people who post wholesome photos of their friends or their family as someone that yeah. we actually see ourselves being friends with and or even date and someone who posts their watches yeah. or where they're on holiday or surrounded by lots of girls. Yeah, they're just not.
0: Yeah. Like if you think about it, like your Instagram is like the content that you feel most like you right exactly or what you want other people to see and it's like seriously like is this what you want other people to see is there nothing else that's more interesting about you than like well I think
1: it must be that that like these kind of people think that this is what people will like and people like them because of these things and if you're doing that you're going to attract the kind of people that like these kind of things so your friendships are all based on the fact that you guys can all afford this or all care about this design or whatever it is so all these friendship and people you surround yourself with it ends up being very superficial yeah. and you'll think that's what people like because that's what you're attracting and that's the people around you. Yeah. If you just stepped away from that and stopped caring, then you'll start attracting people yeah. that are like do not care about any material thing and actually want to know you as a person yeah. besides all of that.
0: Completely agree. Like I feel like if you're thinking, even if you don't feel that um, superficial... If you are worried that you need to post things like that in order to like feel accepted, like you said, mm-hmm. then you're not gonna like even if you feel wholesome, you're not gonna be around that wholesome people. Exactly, wholesome people. Um, and it's so true. Like you need to be like as authentic as possible to yourself to attract people that align with you better. And the more you swerve away from that, the more you're gonna like just feel lost socially because you're just going to be surrounded by people who you don't actually like align with get along with that well who uplift you you like you
1: actually probably don't know them that well as individuals you'll know you know you like i don't know going to the same place and you'll talk about shopping or whatever it is and of course it's fun like like uh, we sometimes talk about these things too but i feel like the base of our friendship is more like how like what kind of people we are and what we want out of our lives and i don't know these yeah, these kind of conversations you don't really have, I feel, if you surround yourself no. with people that just care about superficial yeah. things.
0: Also, I'm just like, do you not have like things to do? Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. obviously, uh, we're not we're not we're talking about a very niche like um type of person mm-hmm. who is posting this much. Like not everyone posts this yeah. much on Instagram or posts that kind of stuff, but like the people who do, I'm like. What else are you doing with your life? Like how do you have the time to worry so much about this? Especially boys like posing the whole time. Oh and, like, my god. That's true. Yeah, I
1: yeah. got <laughs> that poses I'm like, what are you doing?
0: But I do think like there are a lot of people, like entrepreneurs or whatever, mm-hmm. it's very helpful to have exactly. social media. That's why
1: I'm like, if it's if you're building your brand or your image yeah. that's towards your career, then please like by all yeah. means do it. Like that's you going towards your, you know, your career. In some yeah. industries you do need more exposure on social media. Mm-hmm. But it's more if it's just literally just to show off like if the intention behind it is oh I just want people to see that I have this Mm -hmm. then you shouldn't be doing it whilst if the intention is oh this post is because I don't know this is my career and I work in this industry and I need to have more exposure I don't know for example this is very random but you work in jewels and you're posting all these pretty earrings that you have or whatever it is or you work in fashion and you post pictures of your outfits like that makes sense because it's towards your career but if you're the thought behind I want to post this picture is because I want people to think certain things of me Mm
0: -hmm. then you
1: shouldn't be doing it
0: yeah I completely agree I think intention behind intention behind whatever the action is is everything exactly and that's the way I like to try and perceive people instead of seeing what they're doing Mm -hmm. like try and figure out the reasoning behind stuff. That's true.
1: That's also another thing that we always talk about, but our gut feeling is kind of through people, I guess you can, and you can see this on people's social media or meeting a person in real life. You kind of automatically get a kind of gut feeling from a person. And yeah, I feel like you should always listen to that gut feeling because it ends up being right. A
0: hundred percent. Also when we were back to Hinge, when we were, I don't even remember who we were speaking to, but we were just like having so much fun with like the way we were talking to these people,
1: yeah, it was fun too. And just like taking
0: the piss out of it, and we were like, all we were doing every day was cooking pasta, having Nutella and brioche, and then sitting by the fire and watching TV. Like we were just like doing nothing, but we wanted to pretend that we were like out at parties the whole time. So like every <laughs> oh, time no. we voice noted, <laughs> we were like. <laughs> He would, like, look up on YouTube party noises, and then like, we'd put on like the perfect volume. And then I'd be like, Helen, like, can you just like mumble in the background? And she's in the background, be like, Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, Elena, I need some more wine. Yeah,
1: she's like, Elena, <laughs> come think, here. I think it was with those, those like 30 year old losers that I like, thought they were being so cool, and you know, we were like, you know what, let's just have fun with them and just pretend like we're too cool for them, too. That was so funny. Uh, oh my god we literally had it on the tv i'm pretty i hope we took a picture of that moment because
0: that was so funny i think i must have some videos well maybe ellen will share it with you guys. (laughs) and then but yeah i feel like do you have a hinge right now no yeah i feel like we we both had fun with it in terms of like just taking firstly making friends secondly taking it just not seriously at all.
1: Yeah, I think it was more of like, we can't really meet new people whilst we're yeah. out. Like, especially when we're, like, in New York, for example, everything was kind of separated by glass. Even you go for dinner, where it's, like, a yeah. natural place where you'd start talking to people. Like, you couldn't do that. Yeah. So it was quite fun just to message people and, I don't know, meet... I think, yeah, everyone just kind of had it during yeah. COVID.
0: Yeah. And also, but I feel like even the way we were acting and using it, like, playing the party music in the background and like (laughs) getting each other to mumble so we sound like we're at a party like we're creating a curated idea or like image of of ourselves right Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's why I just never really got into it or can see myself getting into dating apps because it's just like it's so curated it's so unorganic that that Um, interaction between two people
1: that's true it's automatically like oh we well i guess not the way we used it but the way a normal person (laughs) uses it it's like oh i find this person attractive you're literally judging the person based on a couple photos you're meeting up you already know that you find each other attractive and like that this is the outcome is that we want to see if we're compatible to date. Yeah. Also, when you meet people in real life, there's kind of the excitement of like, does this person like me? And at the beginning, it's kind of yeah. You know you act more like friends, and you're like, if you want something to happen, I guess yeah. you don't know if the other person's interested. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the fun of I don't know. My I think that's what's fun about dating is the not the unknown, like yeah, not knowing unknown. what's going to happen. Exactly,
0: and um, exactly what you were saying, like when you're on apps, you are already showing the other person that you want to impress someone, right? Like you're choosing the perfect photos. Mm -hmm. You're trying to think of like the funniest captions. Like what are they called? Like the... The prompts. The prompts, yeah. yeah. And so by doing that, you're already giving off the energy of I want to be liked. Whereas it's so much easier in your day-to-day life when you're meeting people naturally to not have that like energy of wanting that attention is just so much more like an authentic chilled out version yeah, exactly. of
1: you and also I feel like people probably are even more nervous going on a hinge date because you pick your favorite photos and yeah it, and there's more stress of oh yeah you know are they really gonna like me when they see the real me or I don't know you I acted way more confident in my yeah. photos or in the way that I spoke to them when actually I'm a bit more shy and I don't know so I think already you're kind of yeah building up yeah. an image that you might not match up to
0: yeah and they're, you're creating an expectation, and so. There's, a, there's space for disappointment. Whereas yeah, exactly. just like in your day-to-day life, you're usually not expecting anything, you know? Unless no, exactly. you're thin- like yeah. no one's yeah. and thinking... And it's so much more fun
1: time. when it's like a natural kind yeah. of...
0: Kind of... Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, and I think... We talked about social media, so I'll add mm-hmm. this in then. But about like the reason why I find... I struggle with apps is also the reason why I don't love social media because, and someone else that I, I was talking to the other day put it so well, like when you you post images of yourself on social media, you flatten yourself, right? You, you're creating a simplified version of yourself and it's much easier for someone else to categorize you and box you and make a simple judgment based on like one thing mm-hmm. or one layer of yourself and you don't get to let other people experience the complexities to you and I think it kind of scares me that people could like simplify people so much based on the way that they observe people and perceive people on social media and I guess I'm a little bit lucky in that my only social media is where the podcast where I'm speaking and talking about things so there's a little bit more of like an insight into how I think and whatever but even that like anyone could judge me for something I say even if the next week I've changed my mind about it or you know it was just something I said in like organically and
1: you know what I mean like no no, it's so true also like I mean even I mean it's it's so hard not to judge people it's very it's the same with you meet someone and literally within the first few seconds apparently like you already made up your mind about the person so it's like humans do judge a lot and even like we we'll, we say like when we see an instagram that a guy on instagram who just poses all these like posts all these pictures fully posed, yeah. we'll also kind of yeah, judge that exactly. like we don't like that it's so true. yeah it gives i guess posting too much and being too involved in social media does give the opportunity for more judgment yeah. and yeah i think it's yeah i guess people just know too much about about you before yeah. they even meet you
0: And it almost does a disservice to yourself. Exactly, you could actually
1: be the sweetest, like funnest person, but you just keep posting all these photos that shows a different image of yourself, and you're not showing your true self on social media. So it's yeah, you never know what people really, know what people really think.
0: Yeah, I guess exactly. Like all those stories of us, I don't know, like missing the competition on them, and then um, the act of like finding our own fun through things like hinge and stuff when we had lockdown i've talked about this before on the podcast but i'm really obsessed recently with like trying to just like enjoy the process of something rather than the end goal or like the destination and even with those stories we don't remember like the actual event right like like all our funny stories come from like the process of getting somewhere, it's whether true. that's a physical location or like more emotionally or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just like think that the beauty of life comes from
1: like appreciating the what, what it takes to get there. Yeah, kind of exactly. No, true. I feel like also, I guess humans, we love working towards something. But when we actually get the thing that we or I don't know aspiring to get straight away we don't even enjoy it and we're like okay the next thing the next thing so if you're constantly chasing the result you're always going to be chasing something yeah so it's kind of and also the process it's just nice to yeah enjoy the process basically live in the moment moment, and then when you reach your goal appreciate it and then move on to the next thing if you're constantly chasing okay now that I have this I want this I want that you're never going to enjoy your life there's always something that will be missing Mm -hmm. so enjoy every day like what it takes to get there
0: And when you're chasing something constantly, you're only thinking about the future. You're not being aware or in a space to appreciate what's happening right now. And when you're only fixating on the future, that creates anxiety, right? Yeah, for sure. Even today when I was sitting at work, I was like, God, I feel really anxious. But when I thought about why I was feeling anxious, it was because I was getting stressed over the what ifs, Mm -hmm. right? Of like random future things. And it's just like, sometimes you just need to take a breath and just enjoy where you are right now and, like, feel super grateful. And then you kind of open your eyes up to the wholesome, funny things that are happening every day. And then equally, like, I think depression and feeling depressed about something comes from being in the past and, like, getting stuck on the past. And so the cure to both of them is, living is in the moment. yeah, doing your best to just live in the moment and just like there's so much freedom in that yeah. i think
1: No, it's so true i feel like every time i'm anxious it's always over something that just hasn't happened yeah like, okay like i want to do this but what if this outcome what yeah. if there's this outcome it's like wait relax like right now there's nothing wrong just yeah. enjoy your life and you reach. like you think about it when you reach that step but yeah. it's so true and yeah when you think back it's already happened like learn to move on and yeah i feel like the way to get over things that happened in the past that you don't that doesn't sit well with you is trying to make every bad thing into a positive thing that you can learn i don't know something negative happens someone doesn't treat you well Mm -hmm. you're like okay i know this is a boundary now like i didn't appreciate this person treating me this way and maybe i stuck with it for too long but in the future if i sense i'm being treated the same way then like thank you for this lesson because i won't accept it and i'll get it like i'll end it sooner than i did last time Yeah,
0: yeah i completely agree and that's such good advice to just like like take every negative experience as a lesson and just feel really appreciative of it because it's so true how can we learn anything or know anything or have a certain value if we haven't gone through that experience Mm -hmm. where it taught us that you know when if things are only good and you only have like smooth peaceful experiences with people you don't know anything else like you don't know to appreciate that and you don't know to be more conscious and aware um yeah Well, thank you so much for coming. I'm so happy and honoured that you wanted to come on the podcast. I'm
1: very honoured to be on the podcast. (laughs)
0: And I'm sure that people enjoyed this very
1: much. So thank you. And hopefully you'll come again. I would love to. Okay. <laughs> Tell you more secrets about Elena. <laughs> there's a lot yeah, I feel more, like trust me. I feel like we really like. Yeah, this was the PG version, guys. Don't worry, we're just easing our way in. <laughs> we need
0: to. We need to shit on Helen the next time because no, no, this no, was. There's,
1: there's nothing. There's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an angel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you, and see you next week. Bye.